0: Hey, you're listening to Off The Record, 88.1 WKNC's Interviews Podcast. Be sure to subscribe via iTunes and never miss an episode. Enjoy listening.
1: 88.1 WKNC, this is DJ What's Your Face here with DJ Sparrow. And you're just listening to Tree City, but that song was Wizards. And they'll be playing Hopscotch. And speaking of Hopscotch, we've got... Two of the folks who've been working so hard to put the festival together here at the station—if you guys would like to introduce yourselves and yeah, what hey, you do—I'm
2: uh Nathan. I'm the talent coordinator
3: for Hopscotch, and my name is Greg, and I'm the director of Hopscotch.
1: Awesome. So let's start off and talk a little bit about what exactly Hopscotch is. I'm sure most of the people. Who live in this area know, but for those who don't, maybe an overview of what Hopscotch is, what its goals are, and how it's set up.
3: Hopscotch is a music festival that happens in downtown Raleigh every September, uh, the weekend after Labor Day every September, and uh, it encompasses multiple downtown venues. Uh, This year, 12 official venues. Um, a combination of outdoor spaces and indoor clubs and churches and theaters and an art museum and a variety of different places where 120 bands gather to play over three days, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, there are real, really no stated goals of Hopscotch. It's essentially a music festival where we try to provide the best experience we can for fans. are coming and the best uh experience we can for musicians who are playing um and we've also in the past few years added a design festival that takes place concurrently with the music festival so hopscotch's full umbrella encompasses both events and that design festival will take place uh next thursday and friday september 8th and 9th so that is what hopscotch is this will be our seventh year and um we're excited about it.
1: So who are a few of the artists playing this year and some you're super excited about?
2: Um, We've got a bunch of good stuff this year. I feel like this is one of the best lineups we've ever had. And um, maybe one of the most exciting ones is Lavender Country. is really cool. That's uh, something he's never really played much. It's the uh, first gay country album ever released. And uh, he's playing Saturday Night at Fletcher, and it's it's a special thing. He he really hasn't played many shows ever, so um, it's going to be good. And he was kind of released a record in 1973, sort of it was kind of brushed away uh, for a while, and then a local label, Paradise of Bachelors, found it and reissued it in 2014. He kind of had a resurgence since then.
3: Yeah, I mean, the, the festival encompasses virtually every type of music that you might like. I mean, it's going to be uh, rap and electronic dance music and indie rock and metal and experimental and garage rock and punk. And, you know, so there's a wide variety of of music uh, and, and, and different styles um, played throughout the weekend. So it, it, it depends on, you know, depending on what you like, um, you'll probably find something at the festival. Um, that'll suit what you like. And then there's a whole lot of fans that like to go to hopscotch and just try and see uh, all of the different styles throughout the weekend. So, you know, um, when we started it, we really wanted to make hopscotch a place where we could showcase local artists, both here in the Triangle and the state of North Carolina, alongside national and international artists um, who we bring into town. And we've been able to maintain that um, that goal from the beginning, if you will, um, of of... Pairing those different groups together during the weekend. And we also try and make it as diverse as we can stylistically. So I think you'll find sort of a whole bunch of things you'd like. If you want to check the schedule out, it's online at hopscotchmusicfest.com. Things that I'm excited about is a woman named Kalela who's playing on Thursday night, uh, who I've seen once before live. And I've been trying to get her to play the festival for a couple years. She's on a terrific bill at CAM on Thursday night at the Art Museum with a local um, woman named Zenso Fly. Uh, a a dj producer named kingdom um i think on thursday night converge is going to be a lot of fun for hardcore and 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 punk metal fans at the lincoln theater um there's the snails who's kind of a an offshoot of future islands who are playing at poorhouse on thursday night um Friday night, I think, is going to be our one of our biggest, busiest, maybe biggest nights in the festival's history with Erica Badu and Gary Clark Jr. playing at Red Hat Amphitheater, which is a, a venue downtown we've never utilized for the festival. Beach House from Baltimore um, and Anderson Pack from California playing on our traditional main stage in City Plaza. So I think that's going to be a big night. And then um, Saturday, I'm looking forward mostly probably to a guy named Mr. Carmack, who's also playing Cam, who's a DJ. From uh, Honolulu, and then um, Baroness, who's a metal band that's playing at the Lincoln. So, I think there's a whole bunch of things for people to be excited about, and that's kind of what I'm most looking forward to at the moment.
2: It's going to be the, the way that this festival's set up, and what kind of we always think about is that you can have completely different festival experiences based on what you like. So, uh, a hip hop head can go out and see almost all hip hop shows. You know, metal head might only see metal bands the entire weekend, and so people can go and kind of have completely different festival experiences at the same festival.
1: Yeah, one thing I've noticed is that you guys split it up really well so that not all the hip-hop artists are playing all at the same time or all the punk artists at the same time. So it kind of caters to people with certain genre preferences.
3: That's exactly right. We, We don't want to stack all the metal shows on Friday so that on Thursday and Saturday those folks don't have anywhere to go. And so that's purposeful, and we we hope that we balance it pretty well. Sometimes it gets a little difficult as we get further into the booking and start really dialing in on the scheduling. But the idea is if you look across on your schedule and you see that, you know, the uh, 10, 11 club venues, you're hopefully going to be able to see sort of different genres represented at each of those places and and a little bit of crossover, but not so much that, you know, um, you can't find something that you like each of the nights.
1: So what kind of things do you take in consideration when you're booking artists for Hopscotch?
2: Um, one of the things is what we were just talking about, just making sure that the, we don't go too heavy on any single genre so that everything's well represented, but also making sure that we have artists who are still putting out records. Like we had just in the last couple of weeks, Young Thug just put out a new mixtape. Vince Staples has a new uh, EP out. Sylvanesso Esso just released a new single. Um, that type of stuff is definitely something we look at and is important.
3: Yeah. And the, uh, you know, the baseline for the whole thing is we want, we have to like it. You gotta I mean, so it. We're, 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 we're the ones paying for it and we're the ones putting it on. So selfishly, we have to like the artists playing it. Um, we're just never going to book. I mean, it's a lot uh, of our favorite bands. Yeah. I just, that's <laughs> simply put, it's just bands. We want to see live play together over a weekend and then we'll try and schedule them accordingly. But that's kind of how it starts.
1: So, how do you feel that this music festival has impacted Raleigh or enhanced it over the years? Do you feel it has made a significant change to the culture in this area?
3: It's a, it's a it's a good question. It's one that's tough for us to answer because we've been so embedded in in actually you know starting it, growing it, establishing it, so that it, it's hard to see on the outside. I've I've been doing this for the past seven years, uh, almost wholly focused on it since we first decided to do it. We decided to do it in June of 2009. We didn't have the first festival until September 2010. But, you know, from June of 2009, which is seven years suddenly, all we've thought about is, you know, how to keep, you know, to survive. How do we keep it going? How do we, you know, sell enough tickets and find enough sponsor partners and, and just keep it alive? So, uh, you know, on a cultural impact side, I, I certainly think that we paved the way for large-scale events in the triangle of this nature. And we predate the International Bluegrass Awards, which the city went out and won a bid for, a multi-city bid, to move it from Nashville to Raleigh. And it's my understanding that they used some hopscotch materials and some of those meetings to show the folks organizing it how you might organize that event here in Raleigh by using a a hopscotch map, which is something that we came up with along the way. I think um, the Art of Cool in Durham, which is a terrific event, um, has sprung up um, since Hopscotch started. Moogfest has moved from Asheville to Durham. Um, you know, so I, I think we, you know, I think in terms of events themselves, we're very unique um, in that we, we're the only group that makes City Plaza downtown ticketed, which represents its own challenges. Um, we're one of the few groups that use, um, one of the few music festivals nationally that actually use a downtown footprint uh, rather than putting something in a field or, in a, you know, a larger grass knoll or mall or park somewhere, you know, uh, unlike Bonnaroo or Coachella or even Lollapalooza, which is in a city, but in a park, we, we actually use the infrastructure and we use the venues. Um, and so in terms of an impact there, there's a, there's a fairly significant financial impact uh, that, that we bring to the city because the restaurants, the bars, the hotels, all of those that all of those dollars don't come to us. They go to other local businesses, which we're happy about. Um, we wish we'd figure out a way to keep more of them in house. <laughs> some ways, but when we, you know, we're not in a field, we don't sell you all the beer that you drink, or we don't sell you every you know bite of food, or sell you every T-shirt. People are out spending their money throughout the streets of the city, and then they're coming to the venues for our shows. So I think that that has been um, a fairly significant impact downtown. Uh,
0: yeah, with Hopscotch being a downtown. Like opening up all the venues downtown, that obviously would present so many more challenges in uh, scheduling the festival as opposed to just renting out a big field in the middle of nowhere. How how do you navigate that, and how much planning actually does go into uh, preparing for this annual festival?
2: It's it's a lot. It's year round, and um, you know when we're looking at the venues because we are in spaces that are hosting music year round in a lot of time in a lot of instances and then also you know the art gallery the, the church we try to be conscious of the space when we're booking the bands for it so we probably wouldn't put a punk band in the church necessarily we probably wouldn't put a drone more experimental type thing in slims like it, it just depends on the space and we kind of try to
3: make sure that they fit the space as much as possible the shorter answer is, it's an absolute nightmare. <laughs> tough. It's tough. It's terrible, because it, this festival would be much easier to program, uh, to book, program, and produce if it was, let's say, in Dick's Park or um, somewhere else in a field somewhere, because um, all you have to do is put up four stages and fence it and make sure that you have enough parking or enough transportation to get people there. And once they're there, you just have to run the shows. Um you know, we're looking at a much more logistically challenging uh, operation where we're talking about trying to have shows on the half hour at six venues and the other half hour at six other venues and then also adding an outdoor main stage um, and also being conscious of you know the spaces like Nathan mentioned so you don't want to put certain bands in certain places and then you've got to think about how large the band might be so that they have to play the right size venue. so it is it's much more challenging than putting in a field but it's also something that we think is much more fun uh it's it's where i traditionally like to see bands um i think it's silly sometimes when you go to a larger outdoor festival and see a band that would normally play kings playing first at twelve thirty. you know it and it's 95 degrees outside and they're playing in front of You know, they might be playing in front of 10,000 people that they've never played in front of before, but it's just not a natural environment for that band to be playing in. They really should be probably scheduled at Hopscotch to play Kings. And so um, it's more fun to see bands at night in clubs in that atmosphere. And I will say one more thing about that. I think the fans really respond to it because we have we've had tremendous fans in the first six years. We expect to see a whole new group next week of awesome fans because it, they, they're really into the shows in the clubs. It, prevent, it presents an opportunity to have more energy between the musicians and the, uh, and the fans and it's tighter spaces and all of those things. So it's, I just think it's is a better experience.
1: So hopscotch is fairly young, but also has grown a lot over the years. What are some of the ways which it's grown or some things that'll make this year unique in comparison to previous years?
3: Well, you know, we've we've fluctuated. We've, we're definitely bigger than we were in year one. We're a little bit smaller than our peak year. Um, but I think the additions this year that are key are Red Hat Amphitheater is the first one. I mean, we've never had a second outdoor main stage, and this represents an opportunity to do that. We've had to partner with Live Nation in order to pull it off because Live Nation programs Red Hat year-round. And it's a city-owned venue, but it's really controlled by Live Nation. So, Uh, Once we were able to get a partnership deal done with Live Nation, I see that as an opportunity for us to not only go in there Friday night this year with the Erica Badu-Gary Clark Jr. show, but a a thing that could blossom into a three-, four-night partnership over the weekend. I think there should be more shows in Red Hat as we go. Um, It's there. We ought to use it, and and it's about time that we do. So we're glad to do that. And also Memorial Auditorium, which is another, I think, sort of underused venue year-round in the city, it's a beautiful space and just underwent a $10 million renovation um, uh, in the last year and a half. Um, that, that, that's a venue we've programmed before, but I don't think we've programmed it very well And because it's so large and it's a difficult space to figure out. This year we programmed it almost as if it's a secondary main stage as well because we've got television, uh, sort of rock and roll punk icons playing there. We've got Young Thug, who's a current rap icon we've got um andrew bird who was a big enough artist to kind of play his own show out at the museum of art or another larger space like that so and we've got him playing memorial so it's like an indoor main stage almost at night after our main stage and the plaza's done and i think those two pieces with red hat and memorial being back in the mix um it, it, a, it, it increases the number of wristbands we sell and the number of people that can come. And and I think we're going to have more people attend this hopscotch than we've ever had attend any year.
1: So how about we play, take a little break from the interview? It's been a lot of great information, but I think it's time we should play some of the artists that are going to be featured at the festival.
3: Yeah. Sounds good.
0: I'm about to play some Rainbow Kitten Surprise with Cocaine Jesus. Stay tuned. 88.1 WKNC.
1: This is DJ What's Her Face along with DJ Sparrow. And you're listening to Rainbow Kitten Surprise. That was Cocaine Jesus. And if you are just tuning in, I'm here with, or we're here, with <laughs> Nathan Price and Greg Hagen, who have been working so hard to put together Hopscotch and yeah we've just been talking all things hopscotch for the la- I'm getting tongue tied <laughs> for
0: the past half hour and something really exciting we've got for you listeners is a giveaway we've got a 3 day pass for hopscotch which is coming up not this weekend but the weekend after starting thursday through saturday and we're going to figure out how we're going to do the giveaway we're not gonna make it easy.
3: Let's make it hard.
1: <laughs> you got, got something.
3: Well, let's think about it. it's year seven coming up, so we can do some, some. We've got six years worth of festivals to come up with a question from. Oh, we uh, already
1: got people calling. They haven't huh? even heard the question yet.
3: All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's do let's do a, a hopscotch history. What what's one? Okay, um. Who played the Who played the uh, City Plaza main stage uh, on Saturday night in 2012? Uh, who headlined Hopscotch 2012, which was Hopscotch Three? Ooh. Anybody know that?
1: I don't know that, but people are calling in, so we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. So we're gonna play another song and take your calls. Good luck. 8.1 WKNC. This is DJ What's Your Face, along with DJ Sparrow, and we are joined by Nathan and Greg, who put together Hopscotch, and if you're still calling for those tickets, sorry. Um, we gave them away, but we'll have another giveaway later in this interview, so stay tuned. Congrats to Steven for... Congrats, Getting that Steven. trivia question right. What was the answer for people who the, might the have heard? The
3: headline in the 2012. And Stevens excited. We're excited for him to come next week. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great, <laughs> great phone call.
1: So for people who want to get tickets, where can they get them? What kind of tickets are available? And how long do they have to get them?
2: Um, well, the VIPs sold out last night. So we're all gone for VIPs. But you can still get three-day passes, um, single-day passes, and tickets to any of the main stage shows, so the Three Nights in City Plaza and the Red Hat Show. And you can get that on our website, hopscotchmusicfest.com backslash tickets. And um, they'll be... We'll have them at, Cine, at uh, Wristband City as well next week. More than likely, I don't know, unless something crazy happens. They've been selling really well this year, so but more than likely we'll have them for sale next year, next week as well.
3: Wristband City's in the Raleigh Convention Center. So uh, one general thing to get out there in the public if people are listening or curious about it and you want to know more about the festival the best thing to do because it's already friday evening we're moving into the convention center on tuesday and we open up on wednesday for business to the public so uh, if, if you have questions if you want to you know you can't find your printed ticket or you know, all these different things just come to the convention center we, we're, we're headquartered there's where all the volunteers check in it's where all all the wristbands are distributed all the press and media check in there. There's an amazing uh, poster exhibition called Flat Stock that's coming to town this year. There's some other sponsors that will be in there. So there's a whole bunch of stuff to do. Record Scotch. Yeah, Record Scotch, which um, our friend Enoch from Nice Price is going to help helm and run. And there's tintype photography. There's just stuff in the. So the convention center is always sort of the answer to every question starting next week for Hopscotch. and um, But right now, if you want to get a ticket, you can get one at hopscotchmusicfest.com.
0: And something that I just found out about actually is the Hopscotch app, which I hear is really great for people to organize with all the different shows that they want to go to.
2: Yeah, the app is something that um, that we can update and we'll maybe even have some push notifications if something happens the weekend of. So it's a good thing to have. And you can kind of sort your schedule, pick out where you want to go and kind of keep track of everything you want to see.
3: So it's helpful. Yeah, I think there's an Android and an Apple version, an iPhone version, and we're getting great feedback on it, so um, definitely worth downloading. You can also buy your ticket via the app as well if you want to do that.
0: How much longer do you predict people have to buy the tickets that are left?
3: There's really no telling. The VIPs are gone now. Um, We still have pretty good inventory. I mean, I think the next thing that might sell out are the one-day Friday passes, which are selling at a record clip. We just sold more VIPs than we'd have ever sold, um, so we broke that record. We're on pace right now to sell the second most three days we've ever sold, but that means there'll be some left, but I just I don't know. I mean, it's tough to tell. The the thing is, if you want to go, there's no time like the present. It's in five days, (laughs) so um, it's probably time just to buy one. It's gonna
1: be killer.
3: Uh, yeah, and and I think the one day Fridays are gonna sell out. I mean, I had a conversation last night with uh, one of the guys that uh, is a part owner of Hopscotch, and I said we need to add some inventory because these one day uh, single passers are going so well. And he's like, "Well, I only ordered this many wristbands for that, that specific type of wristband, so uh, there's a chance we'll give out every single one day Friday wristband we have, and that'll be the that's the goal." Uh, the City Plaza shows. You know, there's tickets left there, and then the Erica Badu and Gary Clark show is selling really well. So we'll see. I mean, it's it's not sold out yet. I wish I could say it is because that's the goal for us. Um, but we got that first column off with the VIPs sold out, and then the other ones will start to, to roll now, I think.
1: So, what kind of tips do you have for people learning to maneuver hopscotch? It's their first time out there. It's going to be my first time having an actual pass. So, well, I've got some <laughs> tips for.
3: For you, if you said <laughs> thank you, you said, I, I
1: need some tips. <laughs> you said that uh,
3: one of them was that you're gonna have your. You've been to day parties, but now you have a wristband, so now you're basically yes. making the day twice as long because mm-hmm. um, with one thing about hopscotch, if you if you haven't been or if you have if you haven't been, you have to realize that what's one of the great things about it is that all these labels and bands and and local sponsors and promoters put together these day parties that we're kind of not officially a part of. Um, there's a hopscotch day party series where we promote all of them, but they're essentially free to the public during the day. Um, and they're mostly local bands, um, and great shows and they've been, um, annual and they've, you know, people come back every year to Slim's or King's or different places. I, I my suggestion to you, since you have the wristband, I would try and save up for the evening a little bit, um, because it's a long day that right now the forecast is going to be hot. So, I mean, I think the first tip to a comfortable hopscotch is to drink a lot of water even before you get there. Stay hydrated. And and my, my biggest, I think, thing that I've always told people, and this is just from personal experience of, you know, 20 years of going to shows and things, is the first night is not the night to blow it out. Um, but but in, inevitably, usually there's excitement in town. There's a, there's a pretty fun feeling going on, and we're excited because we've been waiting all year to have everybody come, and we're building all the plaza and all this stuff. So Thursday night feels like a night that you should really kind of rage, but then on Friday, if you wake <laughs> up, you realize there's two more days of the festival. They're kind of the bigger days as they go, so I would suggest have as much fun on Thursday as you possibly can without ruining your Friday. I always think that's the best Uh, advice to give someone because the rest of the weekend's more fun as it goes on you do sort of get like that
2: superhuman like thing during festivals (laughs) any festival where you just like you go a little bit harder than you could any other time like any other thursday or friday show
1: get that adrenaline rush yeah yeah definitely felt that
3: yeah so i mean i would say the day parties um are not as fun as the night shows but the day parties are awesome and great and therefore you should go to them for sure and have them be packed but then don't let them ruin your evening by either drinking too much or getting too much sun or whatever you know it's 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 going to be it's going to be warm you know it's going to be like potentially the hottest hopscotch ever so um the early forecast so i just i I would say comfortable shoes (laughs) leave big bags at home because this year we're going to be more strict on that um and just don't bring a lot of stuff with you. You just really need your wristband and your phone and that, and comfortable shoes and a little bit of money. And that's it.
1: So yeah. what are some of your favorite downtown Raleigh hopscotch downtime places to go?
3: We don't know what that is for us. <laughs> we don't have Maybe, any downtime.
0: How would you say that better, Farah? I would say, <laughs> so what are your places to eat food when you need nourishment throughout this long day? Maybe get a cold beer.
3: I think there's so many places downtown that are fun to visit during Hopscotch for fans. I mean, I can just tell because I like to go there when I'm not doing this. But I mean, uh, I think we. I eat every meal. First of all, I eat maybe one meal a day, and I, I get it at the Sheridan Hotel Bar every time. So I mean, um, that or, or Happy and Hale. Happy, Hail. In Happy is- and Hale is a great spot in City Plaza for healthy and fast. Yeah. um, Smoothies and salads and things. I mean. I, there's, there's, I, I've gone 36 hour stretches without eating during hopscotch because of the circumstances mm-hmm. of working. So it's just, it's not, we don't, we don't have real good advice it's, for this, but
2: last year I drove one, one day for lunch <laughs> on like Friday, I drove to Cameron village and ate there just to just sit, get away. sit still for a <laughs> second. So,
3: yeah. I mean, I think that, uh, all of Ashley's place, you know, Jules a great place to go and get coffee. Um, you know, morning times, coffee, um, Couple other new coffee shops that have popped up downtown that are terrific. Garland, um, you know, at nighttime Garland's always Garland always does kind of record business from what we understand during the weekend, and so Garland's a lot of fun. To uh, and and Capital Club's a lot of fun. Um, there was rumors if we have talked to Jake for years about putting out a schnitzel cart outside of <laughs> Capital Club to serve these great sandwiches that they have in like a fast food manner. I don't know if that's going to happen, but yeah, there's plenty of places for food and drink. Um, and plenty of downtime. I mean, that's something that I'm looking forward to doing next year when I'm not running the festival and I'm attending it is actually (laughs) going to um, some of those places where you can just go get a drink and not have to see music um, because there's just so much music to see as you you go through the weekend.
1: So we should probably touch on that a little bit about what you just said there, that you're going to be attending Hopscotch and not running it. Hopefully, yeah. So...
3: Yeah, it was reported today in um, the Raleigh agenda, and we we, we made it public that um, I'll be stepping down as I founded the festival seven years ago, and I've been the director. and Nathan here will be taking over. Nathan's been with Hopscotch for years in a few different capacities, so there's going to be some uh, continuity with the uh, promoting from within as Nathan becomes the director, and I and I move away to go do something else for a living.
2: Yeah, I'm very excited, but I don't think I've really processed it yet because we've been so busy for the last couple weeks so but i'm looking forward to it it's
3: definitely exciting for me
0: So I think now is a good time as ever to do that second giveaway. So we just gave away a three-day pass, and we have another one to give away for those of you who were not able to get it the first time. We're going to think of a good trivia question, but let me go ahead and give you the phone lines. They are 919-515-0881 or 919-515-2400. And you can't win tickets without answering the trivia question, which we haven't
1: um, given out yet, so... (laughs) So don't Stop even try. <laughs>
3: don't even try. All right, here's a trivia question that I think a lot of people are going to know. Do you want to do that one? Do I, had, I had a
2: different one. I had, I had right. an old school one from the first year. That could be tougher. Uh, what was the first venue that Future Islands played at Hopscotch? They played three times. What was the first one? Good
1: question. During which year?
2: It was the first year.
3: Hopscotch 2010, the inaugural year, Future Islands played a very crowded show. At a, at a club in Raleigh. Which club was it?
0: So we're going to play some S.E. Ward while we take your calls. And thanks for listening. Hey, 8.1 WKNC. This is DJ What's Her Face. Joined
1: by DJ Sparrow and Greg and Nathan Price, who will be... who <laughs> Who... I'm used to saying like who will be playing a show, but <laughs> they, they put together a lot of shows for Hopscotch, and that's what we've been talking about for the past hour. If, if I
3: may say so, I actually will be playing a show next week. I convinced oh, Greg really? to play a show. Yeah, I'll be playing my <laughs> first Hopscotch, official Hopscotch set next Thursday night at, at Neptunes at 9.30. Because we had a late cancellation and we didn't feel like booking anybody else, and and I wanted to do it. Well, that's and not Nathan, true.
2: I think I think it's going to be good. Nathan, I, we had Nathan, some options.
3: And
1: are I, you DJ? What are you doing? Nathan
3: booked me. Yeah, I'll be DJ.
1: <laughs> What's your DJ name?
3: Crummy. <laughs> See, you can find me on the Hopscotch website at C R U M M E Crummy. <laughs> last name. Last yeah. Name on the site. So yeah, and I'll be the I, I'm the last artist listed on the on the web page. Uh, So if you're interested in in that, that's a good way to start the festival off at 9.30 at Neptune.
1: And if you're still calling, we gave away that three-day wristband to Hopscotch to Caroline Davis. So congrats to her and sorry to everyone else. But we should still go. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I should also mention that that track we just played, that was Windless Plane Master by Essie Ward, who's going to be playing Hopscotch. She'll be playing on Friday, yeah, Friday She's, at Nash Hall. That's
2: right, Nash Hall. She's on a bill with
3: Julian Baker, I'm Adia glad. Victoria is on that bill. Yep. Um. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's Nash Hall is a new and cross record. Yeah, a cross record from uh, just outside of Austin. Uh, Nash Hall is a new space we haven't programmed before, and it's we think it's terrific. We we don't know how it's gonna sound necessarily, but it's it's essentially a small cam. It kind of looks the same, um, beautiful, opened, uh, exposed ceiling, and it's just a nice space, and that's going to be fun. We, You know, places like Tiernanoke, there's always a little bit of changeover each year in the venues. Tiernano closed, um, you know, uh, the Hive at Busy Bee became something different, so we have to go out and find other places, and we found this place, Nash Hall, which is going to be really neat. It's nice. It's going to be,
2: it's going to be It will sound really good in there, I think, because we have a nice system going in there. We'll have some good lights, and that's where Buzinski's playing. Um, Battle Trance, we have some good shows set up there.
0: Unfortunately, we are out of time now, but we've had so much fun chatting with you guys today. Thank you so much for coming in. And did you have any last remarks
1: about Hopscotch, about the festival that you want our listeners to know?
3: You should go.
2: I agree. Tickets on sale. We've already sold more than we did all of last year, so they're
3: they're going yeah. fast. Yeah, get your ticket and co- come next week and, and have fun.
0: Sparrow and I will be there, if that means anything to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be lots of fun. We'll catch you there. And thank you for listening and calling. And that's it. Thanks see, for coming, See you next week.